Welcome to Teachers in Business, where we talk about how to build a service-based business that more than replaces your teacher income while also having the truly flexible schedule you've always wanted. No more school calendars and bell schedules, no more 80-hour weeks, and no more being underpaid and undervalued. It's time for you to start making your own rules for your work, your life, your time, and your money. Listen on to find out how. Welcome to episode 77 of the Teachers in Business podcast. I am Sarah Torpy. I am happy to see you. Um, if you are not already in my Facebook group, which is also called Teachers in Business, I want to make sure to invite you to also join the fun there. We do all the best things in that group. Um, and today we're talking about something I've started teaching more and more in that group, which is a new way to think about goals. It's not new in the universe because like nothing is new in the universe, right? Like everything's around. For me, this way of setting goals that I am using for myself right now and I'm teaching my clients feels like a really big departure from what I used to do and what I used to teach. What's interesting to me about this is it has really, this is an episode that is overdue for me. It's been on my list to record and share for quite a while, but I realized recently that because it's been such a shift for me and even what I teach and what I talk about in my group and how I coach clients that I feel like, um, I felt a little weird about it because it's really a big shift where I was once teaching something that I don't really feel like fits anymore. And that feels funny, right? To evolve into is sort of a more, a more, a more mature way of thinking about it. So this is like an, an evolution in how I think about goals And what I want to give you today is the chance to evolve how you think about goals, maybe, and bring them more in line with the way you work, bring them more in line with how you can become successful and also nice to yourself in business faster and not have you spend so much time and energy and frustration on setting goals that aren't serving you. So Here's, I wrote out my notes for today. (laughs) They're really sketchy. Here's what I want to say. So for me, what I'm thinking of as the old way of goal setting is not all that much different from the new way, except in intent. So in the old way, I was setting monthly and weekly and quarterly and yearly goals. Like we're all taught, like this is what the, the good students do, right? We set our goals, we put our markers down. The way I was setting them for a very long time um, was very much driven by the amount of money I wanted to make, the amount of clients I wanted to sign, which is fine. Um, This is very much a road to goal setting that I was set on by a business coach very early on, but certainly was something I was doing anyways. But that was very much how she had me set goals. Like she would say, okay, how many clients do you want to sign this month? How much money do you want to make? you know, and how, what are you going to do to get there? And, you know, the goals were clear, like there was never any lack for me of like, okay, here's the number, here's the money, here's the number of people, here's who I have to talk to to get there, here's how many calls I have to make, here's the close rate. But 
that's not really how I think about business anymore. It's not how I have evolved to think about business. It's not what I teach. And, and what I'm not saying is that I'm away from numbers or making it really quantitative because my math brain can't allow that. Like the former math teacher in me is like, no, 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 quantify that. So for me, the journey to the new way, which I will share with you in a second, started with this coach that had me set these numbers. And you know what I found is I was always, almost always shy of either the number of clients I wanted to sign or the amount of money I wanted to make or both sometimes like, like egregiously shy. And I just felt like I was doing something that wasn't working. Like it didn't feel kind to me to set goals that fell out of my control, right? I don't control what other people do. And that's the complaint we have about goals related to money and people. Like I can't make the person sign in June if they're not ready in June. And I don't want to force them to. Certainly there is a a world of coaching and sales where it's like, okay, do whatever you have to do to get them to sign now versus later. But I'm not that. I don't want to do that. That's not how I want to sell or invite or connect or any of that. So after I worked that with that coach, I moved on to a group program. And in that group program, what I really took away after six months was learning how to practice running a business and also being nice to myself. I know that sounds really simple, but like we are as business owners, as teachers, as humans, as people, moms, women, whatever, really hard on ourselves. And so what I spent a long time, particularly, you know, like 2020 and a fair amount of 2021 practicing was setting goals missing, but learning to be nice to myself and have my own back no matter what, as my coach would say. So what happened as I learned to be kind to myself, and that's not let myself off the hook or any of those things. I still committed to and took actions and did all the things. And if you want to know more about specifically what that looks like, we I'm happy to talk about it. But what I found was that setting goals that were like number of clients, amount of money every month, while I was being nice to myself like this, while I was like not harping on myself when I missed, just felt weird, right? It feels mismatched to do that. And so in the last year or so, my thinking on selling and how I want to run my business has really evolved into what I teach now, which is a model called ABG. Instead of always be closing and always be creating sales, it is always be giving. And so what that has let me do In the ABG process, there's only three steps. It's ground, connect, invite. And in that process, all of those things are within my control, right? I can control how grounded I am through the work that I do for myself. I can control the amount of connections I'm making by how far and wide I'm putting myself out there. And I can control the amount of invitations I make. All of those things are in my control in a way that money and signed clients are not because they are mine to do versus versus the opposite. So for me now, what's changed is I 
look at my week, I look at my month, I look at my quarter, I look at my year in terms of my monthly and weekly goals related to grounding, connecting, inviting. What's different about this, this is my new way as opposed to the old way, is not the cadence of my goals. It is not that I, I mean, I have daily goals at this point, like that are quantified. I, I, I aim for three invitations a day. And actually I did a training last week in my Facebook group um, called three offers a day, or I did it early in July. So how I make three offers a day without driving myself insane or like confusing myself or anyone else. And if you feel like that would be really useful for you, it is still pinned inside my Facebook group. You can access it whenever you like. It was really, really useful for people. Um, And it is free for you. If you come on into the group, please come use it if it would be helpful. Um, But so for me and for what I'm teaching now, In relation to goals, I have stopped setting client and money goals because here's what I know. I know, and this is sort of a level of trust that has evolved in my business. I know that if I ground, connect, and invite, if I follow this ABG process that I've created for myself and my clients, that the rest of the things that I need, the money and the clients, take care of themselves. It is sort of like in a classroom, when you look at standards for, you know, math, for example, there are content skills that we teach kids, like the what we're teaching them. And there are process skills for how we teach them to do things. So like in math, it's content skill would be multiplying two digit numbers. A process skill would be something like Um, problem solving skills or critical thinking or learning to deal with frustration, you know, persistence, those kinds of things. It is focusing my work on process skills, the how I'm doing things and letting the what, the content, the number of people, the amount of money, letting those things take care of themselves because I'm going to have to control what I can control. So for you today, here's the thing to consider. First, when you're setting your goals, what about the the goals you're setting? Which pieces are in your control and and are not? Words. Which pieces are in your control and which pieces are not? You know, if it's not in your control, I am under the, I feel now, that if it's not in your control, it doesn't belong in there. The other thing is, you know, which things are sort of your process skills that you can, you know, when you have a kid in school with great process skills, the content sort of figures itself out, right? If they know how to problem solve, if they persist, if they're resilient, if they, you know, are willing to collaborate and ask questions, there's pretty much anything they can figure out. There's not any problems. They'll, they'll learn the content. So what are your process skills versus your content skills? And how can you use this model of grounding, connecting, and inviting to help you set goals that are not just clear, but are also kind to borrow a Brene Brownism? You know, she talks about clear is kind and kind is clear. And, you know, for me, the new way I'm setting goals is clear, 
but it is also kind to me because I have an understanding of what I need to do. And that is it. It is not about anybody but me. There is no requirement on anybody else. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I am not beholden to when people make a decision. I know that they will. And when they do, I'm here. So if you look at your goals, do they fear, feel clear and kind? Or is it just one or the other? And how can you bring yourself in the goals you're setting into a both clear for you and your business and kind to you in the way you work place? If you have questions about this, please come into my Facebook group, ask questions. Um, Again, it's called Teachers in Business. Come to my LinkedIn Come to me on Facebook Messenger, send me an email. It's Sarah at torpycoaching.com. And I'm happy to talk about it. If you would love to be setting goals this way, but it feels insane because it is very different from what the world tells us, right? Like as my as my coach says now, like it's all about, you know, smart goals. And but those are not in line with with how most of us function if we're coming at the world as a teacher, as someone in service to others. It's just not how we think. So if those goals aren't working for you the way you're setting them now, and they're just leading you to feel defeated, it doesn't have to be set like that. Let's do it different. If you need help trying to figure out what this looks like for you, because honestly, maybe it's a blend of both. It's somewhere in the middle. It's not entirely my model. It's not entirely the model you're in now. That's fine. I am happy to help you sort one from the other and find the place that you land most effectively. If you want to have a conversation about goals, your goals, what they could be, what they are, how they're serving you, how they're not, please reach out. You can send me a message again at sarahatcourttorpycoaching.com. Come into my Facebook group, any of those things. And if you're ready for coaching, if you're ready to not only set better goals, but know which actions really matter, know which steps are the steps that really grow your business, what counts as invitations for you, what kinds of connections, how you ground yourself. If you need any of those pieces, it's time for coaching. And it really is a difference maker. Um, There's a colleague of mine who has a post from last week that I keep thinking of, and she made this list of... um, characteristics of people who get coached versus don't. One of the first things she mentioned was that people who don't get coached tend to panic more, tend to, you know, little things throw them off in a bigger way. And people who get coached regularly are much less flappable. There's much less deviation. There's much, much less panic and drama And the amount of panic or drama that comes in from, you know, a change just shrinks exponentially. And so if you're ready for like less driving off the road and more just staying on your task and staying on your path and sticking with your goals and keeping it regular and predictable and tight, this is for you. So please let's talk about coaching. If you set some new goals and you want to share them, please send them my way. I would love to hear them and I would love to give you some feedback. So feel free to reach out and until next week, have a great week guys.